complex i just tasted it it's 18 percent. oh my god <laughs> um Drink we up. recorded a mini set before this and so we're um it is pretty, what it is we started with a marsala which is also a dessert wine and that one was 17 percent. we've both had two glasses so so here's to cheers friends. <laughs> so good though oh it is good and it I like goes like on port. it goes on like forever it ends on a sweet note yeah it does i'm tasting raisins again why am you I might still be tasting the marsala oh, that one that one's like the aftertaste was raisins mm. it's like a sharp smell i can't even place like a like a fruit you may be anything. right but it might be because you said it and so now it's in my head um, this this month we read The Princess Bride. By William Goldman. Yes, Based. Jackie already said that. Oh. <laughs> did you already say that? I probably did. Okay. You probably know this book. You've probably seen the movie and haven't read the book, um, to be honest. Yeah, so William Goldman, actually, the book that we read is the Good Parts version, which is um, an abridgment of S. Morgenstern's 700-page monster. Um, which I didn't know existed. I didn't actually didn't either. <laughs> But um, this was actually really cool because it like it gave you all the like the actiony parts and then it explained all of the longer parts, but like in like a page instead right. of six. So William was like, "This is what happens here." Okay, moving on. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Thank you, He's William. Because like, apparently, S. Morgenstern really liked satire about like the. Okay, I have to start with this note. Okay. <clears throat> I literally have it at the top of my notes. It says beginning question mark. Um, so, I did a quick Google search. Okay. Actually, I wrote, I did a quick search via the Goog. Yeah, the <laughs> and I can confirm Florin and Gilder are not, in fact, real places. That's what I... 
Didn't we have a conversation where you told me yes. it was real? And I was like, are you sure? Because yes. I really don't think okay, so. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, let me read you everything I wrote. Um, Florin and Gilder are not, in fact, historically accurate places that really existed, but a play on words. A Florin and a Gilder are actually the same thing. It's a former currency from Europe. Um, so they both refer to a gold corn. Woo! Gold coin. <laughs> <laughs> two ears of corn for the necklace. I'm selling this necklace for two ears of corn. Gold corn. Um, <laughs> they both refer to a gold coin. Gilders are still used in the Netherlands. The hair is yellow as corn. So I'm I have multiple notes from when I was reading where I got real frustrated because William Goldman makes it seem like they're real places. Yeah. And so does S. Morganson. Like they straight up they're like, ask any Florinese history expert. You're like, well, isn't Who that like, is like that? 30 pages of like Florinese history and you're yes! like, so that's not a thing. Well, okay, yeah. So I hit I hit a certain point and I was like, I'm so frustrated because the way he talks about this is so convincing that I really thought it was a real place. And because I have the 30th anniversary edition which has not only the introduction to the 30th anniversary edition, but also the introduction to the 25th anniversary edition. <laughs> and so I started with those, and he talks about going to S. Morgenstern's castle in Florin. And so he's like, so you really talking thought about, it was real. I straight up thought it was a real thing. He tells this whole story about him, he and his grandson go to go to S. Morgenstern's um, castle and they see the six-fingered sword and they see a, a cast of Fezzik's hand and they see all this stuff and they talk to the guy who like keeps all of the stuff. This is partially while he's writing Buttercup's Baby. Right. And so he's trying to find S. Morgenstern's diaries about like when he was keep, like writing um, Buttercup's Baby. And so like he's telling this whole story and it seems so real and I'm just so frustrated because it's not real and I'm, I'm feel like a dummy we haven't even gotten to chapter one I yet know. i feel like a dummy <laughs> honestly i feel like that's my biggest point though is that like he makes florin and gilder seem like real places like really convincingly like real places because well, when we talked about it i thought i was like did i not like maybe i'm just dumb for not knowing these places exist i straight up told jackie like 100 i said hey, did you know these were real places? And she's like, no, they weren't. And I convinced her that they were real places and that she was the dumb one. I really, I was stupid. I even Googled it. And they were like, <laughs> the fictitious places in the princess. I was like, oh, okay. I read like one sentence. <laughs> well, I just, okay. You just so got really swept up in the story. Don't, <sighs> I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I, I, don't, I can't even go through and find quotes because I didn't take any quotes because I thought it was real, so I didn't write them down. It's fine. It's fine. My first, my, 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 there I go. Quotes corner? Yeah, I don't have any page numbers because as you know, I use three different resources. Yes. Um, Jackie and I have different editions of this book again. Sorry. It'd be like that. Ah. Whoops. Ah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I can just read you my favorite quotes. I have one, two, I have, three, I, four, possibly five. I broke mine up into, like, Swoon City and then, like, others. Oh, I did not. Swoon City is all the, the, the quotes that make me want to barf in love. How many do you have? I have 18, <laughs> but, like, only, like, seven of them are real. Okay. Okay. So tell me seven of them. Okay. Well, tell me the first three, and then I'll, I'll tell you one. Okay, my first one comes from 
Buttercup's mother talking about Buttercup's father. Okay. And she goes, terrible things can happen when you're overtired. I was overtired the night your father proposed. And I just put in all caps, yikes. <laughs> so that's the first one. Oh my god. Um, that was in like the first five pages. I love it. I love it. Her parents were funny. To I me. know. Her parents were like, there's so many. God. Oh, this is a good book. This is the type of book that like I didn't want to take notes on. I just wanted to freaking read, read it. it. Yeah. So, um, okay, tell me your second one, and then I'll let you know my All first. All right, it's from Spoon City, so here we go. Spoon City. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it says, my arms love you, my ears adore you, my knees shake with blind affection, my mind begs you to ask it something so it can obey. Which is buttercup to Wesley the first time she realizes she's in love with him. Um... I have a note from that, but it's in the chronological section, and it just says, they are disgusting and adorable at the same time. <laughs> I thought it was cute, then it got weird. <laughs> but, like, I get it. <laughs> They're really cute. It's, like, the quintessential, like, teenage love. But, like, I also have a note that says, um, this is frust... I said it literally, all caps, ARG! This is frust... <laughs> this is frustrating for me because it is exactly like teenage love, but I suppose we are to believe this is the ultimate true love, right? I don't know how seriously to read this book. It's like th this kind of love between them was like s gross, but yet I like in an almost ironic way where I wasn't rolling my eyes. Like it was like it's supposed to be gross, and I get it, and I'm a like I'm here with it. Yes. It, yes. They did a really good job of towing the line. One hundred percent. Yeah. You want my first quote? Yeah. Picks up books. The beef-witted, feather-brained, rattle-skulled, clawed-pated, dim-dome, noodle-noggin, sap-headed, lunk-knobbed boys. Why did I not write that down? I don't know. It's I my want, favorite quote. I want that tattooed on my body. <laughs> it's so long. I had to look it up because um, there was a typo, apparently, when I when I was reading this. Um, because I wrote, um, dun-domed instead of dim-domed. <laughs> I just, boys. Tim Boys. Club. I'm gonna start using that. Noggin. Link knobbed. <laughs> Good fucking god. Long knobbed. I wrote that one wrong too. Long knobbed boys. Yep. Yep. So that's my first quote. And that's it. I feel like it's self-explanatory. <laughs> no explanation needed. Um, my next one is probably the cutest fucking thing I've ever read in my entire goddamn life. Ready? Mm-hmm. Do I love you? My God, if love were a grain of sand, mine would be a universe of beaches. Ah! 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 <laughs> it's so cute. They're it's so cute. gross. It's disgusting, it's but I love it. it. Um, all right. My next one has to do with Buttercup and Humperdinck. Okay. So this is when Humperdinck first meets Buttercup. Okay. He says, I am your prince and you will marry me, Humperdinck said. Buttercup whispered, I am your servant and I refuse. I am your prince, and you cannot refuse. I am your loyal servant, and I just did. Refusal means death. Kill me then. Ah! That's her. That's her reaction. Uh. Ah! I put that down here, except I put I'm gonna start using that. <laughs> Honestly, um, I just I literally wrote. I had to read from the book on this one because I just have the page marked, and I said too many great quotes on this page. I just ah. couldn't write it all down. You know what I'm saying? Like, um. Um, so he says, love? Who mentioned love? Not me, I can tell you. Look, there must be a male heir to the f throne of Florin. That's me. Once my father dies, there won't be an heir. Just a king. That's me again. 
When that happens, I'll marry and have children until there is a son. So you can either marry me and be the richest and most powerful woman in a thousand miles and give turkeys away at Christmas and provide me a son, or you can die in terrible pain in the very near future. Make up your own mind. I'll never love you. I wouldn't want it if I had it. Then by all means, let us marry. What? The whole dialogue is everything. They're like, I don't love you. I don't either, and I wouldn't want you to love me. Cool, let's get let's married. Get married. Maybe that's what? like maybe that's like sides like satire and like today's what like, fickle minds getting married at fucking eighteen I when can. you know goddamn nothing. Oh, why don't you tell me how you really feel while I while like why are you getting married when you're under the age of twenty two? Just stop. My next quote <laughs> is quote. from Humperdinck. 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 That's the quote. <laughs> Hunting was his love. He made it a practice to never let a day go by without killing something. And I just want to say, I am intensely afraid and aggressively uncomfortable. <laughs> That's what I wrote. I have so many issues with Humperdinck, and we'll get to them. We will. I have another one, too, that was on the same page. It was when they're testing, when they're killing the orangutan, and it was like C-R-A-C-K, like the big crack. Is that your quote, too? It's not a quote, but I straight up have a, um, I have a note from that part that says, oh, there it is. Um, I have a note that says Humperdinck can go to the seventh circle of hell for killing that orangutan. I, I feel personally attacked as an orangutan Patronus. I know! I, I thought of you when I read it. Ah, how dare I you? I just, I cannot, uh, it was such a graphic scene yeah. for me. You know, I can see why they took it out of the movie. Yeah, thank God they didn't put it in the movie. So for those of you who've never read the book and are only going off this based off of the movie, like, you actually should be pretty like fine for most of it. Fine. But this part, um, instead of the pit of the d- pit of despair, Humperdinck in the book has what's called the Zoo of Death. Which is scarier than the Pit of Despair. It's scarier than the Pit of Despair. It's got five levels, and he stores animals of every single, like, any kind of animal you could think of so that he can hunt them and kill them right there in his backyard. And so at one point, like, he, the count comes in on him battling an orangutan, and he kills this orangutan, and it's really sad. It's just, like, a hard no for me. It's, yeah. It's, like, drawing the line... For me, in like courtship, is do you kill orangutans? <laughs> oh my god, that's the bar is very low. I haven't had much luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, uh, I also have another note that Hard says time. says um, this is from later on, but it says the zoo of death business makes me sick. I hate the thought of all those animals just waiting down there to die. Yeah, I have a note as well, but we can go back to it. Okay, when we're we'll done come quotes. back. We'll come back. Um, I have a quote. My next quote's from chapter three, The Courtship. I don't know where this is from. Okay. Mine's from chapter four, so Okay. if you want to go. Um, so it says, this is when... Um, don't look at that graphic. I'm not looking at anything. <laughs> you have graphics? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this is when um, he, uh, Humberdink is meeting... Um, uh, um, Queen, uh, um, Princess Narina of Gilder. Oh my god. The bald girl? The bald girl. The bald girl! So it says, at 8.23, the time, okay. 8.23, there seemed every chance of a lasting alliance starting between Flora and Gilder. At 8.24, the two nations were very close to war. And I put, sorry, did we just peer into my dream journals from a year ago? Is this happening? I don't remember a biography being written about my life. <laughs> Let me fucking tell you how real that is. Oh my god. I love I love 
seeing how your notes compare to my notes because like at certain points I got tired of reading and I just started writing notes about my day and I wrote I was like I tried my hand at baked chicken today <laughs> I did my favorite stir fry and it was delicious I wonder how the baked chicken will turn out like straight up and just in quote in italics between the rest of my notes and I was editing my Please notes today them. no they're I mean I deleted them from this but um my phone's right here, so my my original notes are right here. I can I can pull them up for ya. But I said I made chicken stir fry today and tried my hand at baked breaded chicken. We'll see how it goes. The stir fry is fucking delicious. Oh my god! <laughs> right there, look at that in the italics, right there. Guys, it's in italics. <laughs> You're wild. <laughs> my okay. next quote, chapter five. Mm. Me. Okay, go. I wrote this down because I thought it was an interesting switch between the book and the movie. Okay. Life is pain. Anybody who says anything different is selling something. In the book, sorry, in the, the movie, movie, it's Wesley that says that to Buttercup. In the book, Fezzik's mother says it to Fezzik. But, well, they don't, we don't hear Fezzik's history at all. I know, and I loved hearing Fezzik's history. Yeah, it was really cool. It, it gives you more insight into why he is the it's way also, he is. Yeah, it's also a little different from the movie because Fezzik was played by Andre the Giant, who is French, and very right. visibly French, and very, like, audibly French based off of his um, accent. In the book, Fezzik is a Turk. Yes, I have that written down. Turk, kidnapper, giant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's very different to like get Fezzik's backstory and I wonder if they had to not do it because Andre the Giant is like the only giant that well and they wrote that they wrote that role like for him right but it's interesting because the role isn't all that different from the book and the book is verbatim from S. Morgenstern's version for the most part it must just be the background that's different you know so it's gotta be the background that's different Um, and that's probably why they didn't include all the Turks stuff. Right, because it would have but been Fezzik, inaccurate. Fezzik had so much more characterization in the book, and I really enjoyed that. My heart just, like, I want to rip my heart out for him. I straight up wrote... Just like, oh, honey, boo-boo bear, it'll be oh, okay. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We will get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I just thought it was interesting that the quote went to Wesley in the movie. Like, of all the people they could have given it to, they gave it to Wesley. Right. What was it? What was the context in the movie? Do you remember? Um... She said, um, she, Buttercup and Wesley are arguing on top of the hilltop, and Buttercup says, you mock my pain, and he says, life ah, is pain. Right. Um, and... Oh, babies. I know, I know, the little... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay, my I quote. Will... Oh, sorry. I'm still in chapter four, I'm sorry. Okay, no, you're fine, go. I have another one. Um, okay, so this one, I just liked. Her heart was a secret garden and the walls were very high. I liked that too. I really liked that quote. Um, I guess that that probably had to do with um, Buttercup. Um, well, the, the kid said that. He was like, like her, right? The kid? Yeah, the grandfather's reading to the kid. Oh, no, no. He, well, he says that again later. But oh. this is where it crops up the first oh, time. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, this is actually Buttercup and... Um, um, Wesley, although she doesn't know it's Wesley yet. So she says, why do you pick at me? I have come to terms with my life, and that is my affair. I am not cold, I swear, but I have decided certain things. It is best for me to ignore emotion. I have not been happy dealing with it. Her heart was a secret garden, and the walls were very high. I loved once, Buttercup said after a moment. It worked out badly. 
so sad, baby. I know. She's so heartbroken. Oh, honey. The well, she thinks one. she thinks he's dead. I know. Ah. All right, your next one. It's very far. In the what future. page is that from? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, chapter five, Fermi. Um, this is Buttercup pondering her marriage to the prince when she's clearly in love with Wesley. She says, was it wrong to marry without love? And if it was, was it too late to do anything about it? And my answers are no, comma, yes, respectfully. So no, it's not wrong to marry without love. But yes, it's too late to do anything about it for her situation. Hmm. I would disagree. I know you would. Well, I wouldn't, I would agree with your first half. Okay. It's okay to marry without love. I think that's fine. I would not prefer it, but I think it's okay. Um, I don't think it's ever too late to back out of something. If it hasn't already happened. Right. I think for her... Search, I don't think she would have been... If she had backed out, she would have died. Yeah. Which is why but it's too late. But that's still an option. Oof. Yeah. I for guess. Her. Well, for her. I wouldn't... I wouldn't do it. But I mean, she was going to kill herself anyway. She, she was ready for death when he first proposed to her. Right. You know? And so I think I for this particular situation I don't I think I would disagree on the second half. But I agree that like it's not polite, but also <laughs> fuck politeness. <laughs> Hi, do you want it? No, I don't. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. So, okay, my next quote's in chapter seven, so Okay, here I go. Um as you wish, bitch, is what I put down. <laughs> Just like when he's falling, because like I knew it was coming, because like we know as the story. As you yeah. And I was just so excited for the part. I was like, as you wish, bitch. Yes, it's Wesley. <laughs> um, but then I have another cute one. It says, um, it's talking about um, Buttercup as Wesley is falling down the cliff. It says, besides, her balance quickly was gone and the ravine had her. She fell fast and she fell hard. But what did that matter? Since she would have gladly dropped a thousand feet onto a bed of nails if Wesley had been waiting at the bottom for her. Swoon City. Swoon City. Also, do you like that? I literally just realized this while you were while you were reading that quote. But do you like the double, um, double meaning of like falling in love and falling down that ravine? Uh, yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's why you wrote it down. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like she fell hard. She fell fast. Glad I'm behind. <laughs> All good, girl. I was that clear in my. Okay, I have one from six too. Okay, go ahead. Um. Yours in torment. Or oof. This is when Buttercup's writing letters. She says, yours in torment, Buttercup. And I'm just like, bye! Also, I love it. <laughs> like, you're so dramatic. And Was I that her, it. like, her short little letter? Like, yeah. I'm in love with you. Please come back. Yeah, yours, yours in torment. torment. <laughs> I'm signing my letters like that from now on. Yours in torment. Yours I in love torment. it. I love it. Um, my next quote is also, oh, chapter eight. I don't have any from chapter oh, seven. Oh, cool. I have chapter seven. And this is my last quote. Great. Um, this is Inigo. He says it to Fezzik. He says, look on the bright side. We are having an adventure, Fezzik, and most people live and die without being as lucky as we are. Mm-hmm. And I just really liked it. That's when they're going down. They're, they're going they're in through the zoo. the zoo of yeah. death. The zoo of death, man. Ugh. I had, that's a big bullet discussion point for us yeah. later. Um, yeah. So they they go through like the hard way to get into the zoo oh, of death. Babies. I know. Um, and, and Fezzik is like freaking out yeah. about something. I think it's the bats. And um, Right, cuz then and he goes like some giant you are. Yeah. And then he's like, "Look at it this way. We're having an adventure." It's like, "That's so nice." Right? I would like, have screamed like, at you. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. 
To be fair, you would. All right, that's, my, my, that's the last of my quotes. My last quote is from chapter eight, To the Pain. To the Pain! Right, so yeah, this is when Wesley is to the prince. So instead of, like, battle to the I death, got, it's battle to the pain. I got really nervous when Miracle Max was like, he only has 40 minutes. No, I know. I was like, does he die in the books forever? I know, like, because, like, I don't know how different it is. What happens at the end of 40 minutes? But I guess to the pain technically makes more sense, because, like, death is super easy. Mm-hmm. And, like... If you wanted the prince to suffer, to the pain is much better. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start using that for my enemies. Mm, okay. Boom. Okay. Quotes quarter complete. Mental note. Never get on Jackie's <laughs> enemies list. You really, you shouldn't. I'll end up with no eyes. And no um, tongue. But your ears so you can hear but I'll have my laughing ears. at you. Oh, yeah. Bitch. Okay. All right. Um, my first note is from one of the intros. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know which one. Mandy Patinkin slapped Andre the Giant. Did you know this? No. Oh, wait. Were, it was because he couldn't get the words out, right? It's because Andre the Giant is super French and yes. doesn't speak a lot of English yeah. and so had memorized the words based off of a recording that the directors had done for him. I, that was in my beginning as well. So it might have been the 25th yeah, version. Probably. And so, um, so, so Andre the Giant had just memorized his lines and was getting them out very slowly. And, Fez, er, and Mandy Patinkin, who plays Inigo... Do you say Inigo or Inigo? Inigo. I, okay. I say Inigo too, but then I get confused because in the movie, sometimes they say Inigo and sometimes they say Inigo. So, like, I wasn't sure. I, I go based off of the, the famous quote that he says. He says, my name is Inigo Montoya. There you go. He doesn't say, okay. my name is Inigo Montoya. Who kills Hopperdick? Is it Inigo? <laughs> um, okay. So, they're rehearsing and Fezzik... Um, Andre the Giant can't get his his words out quick enough. And so Mandy Patinkin kept being like, hey, talk faster, talk mm-hmm. faster, mm-hmm. talk faster. And like then in character, Inigo was like, Fezzik, faster. And and Andre the Giant couldn't get him out fast enough. And Mandy Patinkin just freaking slapped him across the face. But it worked. And it worked. And I, oh my God, can you imagine slapping a 750-pound man? No, I'd run for my fucking life, let me tell you. <laughs> just kidding, men ain't shit. A 750-pound <laughs> man! Oh, my God. You're right. Um, fun fact, when I was in college and I was a French major for a brief moment of time, um, I did an entire French project on Andre the Giant. I did not know that. You should be an expert. I don't remember shit. <laughs> Excellent. Can we talk about the parentheses? Oh, like the commentary? Yeah. Yeah. I just have a note that says... Because... William Goldman is like, the parentheses, you can either take them seriously or you cannot take them seriously. And I was like, I am also confused. <laughs> because, like, the one that made me write this note said, um, it explains the origin of the phrase green with jealousy. Okay. And I really wanted to know, I sh- really, truly I should have looked it up, but I did not. Um, is that really where it came from? Can I read you where it like what this says it came from? Oh, the history of the green. Yes. The phrase green with jealousy. I think that that's fake. Is it? Like I'm, I don't know because I didn't look it up, but like if I, I I'm guessing it's fake. So this was page 57 for me. Um, and it says originally jealousy pertained solely to plants, other people's cactus or ginkgos, or later when there was grass, grass, which is why 
or later when there was grass. Grass, which is why even to this day we say someone is green with jealousy. I think that's, that's got to be fake, right? Yeah. Okay, so I was so early on in this book, I still believed Florin and Gilder were a real place. <laughs> and um, my favorite. <laughs> I feel so dumb. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, we can move on. I think it, it just it adds like more imagination if you want to believe it. I guess it's satire, but like it's hard to view it as satire when he pulls out a lot of Morgan Stern's actual satire. Right, like saying? and then he's like picking and choosing which ones yeah, he wants. Yeah. Let's talk about the zoo of death. Okay. Um, I have a couple things. First of all, it's unfair to the animals, but not because they're gonna die. But because like it's not real hunting. Like if you lock them in a cage and then shoot them randomly, that's not hunting. You're just being a dick. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's unfair. And mm-hmm. it's just like a petting zoo, but like where you shoot them. To me, it doesn't seem like he shoots them, though. I mean, he... It's a stabbing, though, right? I mean, he wrestled the orangutan. I guess hunting means like, I see you in your wild habitat and I sneak up on you because I am the stealthier and of the two. You. It's yeah. not like I have you captured and I feel like killing you today. Yeah. Like, that's not hunting. No, it's just... Like, I'm not going to go in my fridge and get the filet I have to cook it and say I hunted it. The only other note I have on this part of the Zoo of Death is Humperdinck might as well be Joffrey. I talk about Joffrey! <laughs> I thought, well, that's later on. I'll get there. But. Okay. Um, so, for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Game of Thrones. Um, I'm only on season three, so please don't spoil it. Which is just wild, and I'm so proud of you. <laughs> it's hard to catch up, because like every time I'm like, oh, I have free time, I'm like, oh, shit, I gotta yeah. finish my book! Well, now you're good to go. We finished. For like two more weeks, and then I gotta binge a book again. Yeah, but you've got like three days until your book comes in. You haven't even ordered it yet. You got I haven't like five my days. My foot. What? <laughs> I lost it. I had to reorder one. I don't know where mine went. I lost my left foot. I'm sorry. I had to first class overnight it. <laughs> can't go on without a foot. Um, no, sorry. I can't come into work. I, I ain't got a foot. Oh, actually, my next thought is about Joffrey. Buttercup wanting to go out and walk with the commoners and the prince being like, boo, no, reminds me of Marjorie and Joffrey, respectfully. Interesting. Because she's all like, I am with the people. Because she's like playing the long game and Joffrey's like, oh, I like this. They like me. I want to kill things. <laughs> it's literally Marjorie and Joffrey. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, just like, Joffrey just loves pain and so does Humperdinck. Well, I actually think that Humperdinck doesn't care about the pain. The Count cares more about the pain. Humperdinck just wants to kill things. Mm -hmm. I think Joffrey is more like Mm. the Count. No, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, (laughs) My next note is LMAO. This girl is bald with like a thousand question marks. Did not see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought of immediately. (laughs) You know the Spongebob? Yeah, I copy and pasted that into my notes. Bold! My <laughs> eyes! That's what I thought of immediately. Oh my god. Um, I forgot that I printed this double like sided crap. Okay. Um Inigo getting bored of fencing reminds me of Eminem getting bored of rapping. <laughs> You're so right! Right? Because, like, once you're the best at something, like, like, what's the point of continuing? Right. And it goes, like, there's no way for me to beat. I'm already better than all y'all. Until he meets fucking Wesley. Right, but, like, well, that's why he became an alcoholic in the first place. Yeah. Because he was like, I beat everybody. Like, there's, I'm a fucking wizard. Bye, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a 
home with a bitch. <laughs> what? <laughs> and so he got bored. And like Eminem, like for a while, stopped putting out music because he was like, "What's the point? Everybody yeah. already knows I'm the best." And it's true. He is the best. He is the best. And he doesn't even say the N-word. He's the real Slim Shady. <laughs> rap God. I'm beginning to feel like a no, rap God. Jesus Christ. All my people from the front to the back. My next back thought back. is between, is the poison drinking. Do you have ones before that? I have... Wait, okay. Um, I guess it's after that, but okay, so I have two small notes that we really don't have to talk about. I have... I like hearing more about Fezzik, which we already talked about. Yes. And I have, I need Vizzini's confidence in myself. <gasps> right? I need, he's like, uh, I'm the smartest, most incredible person ever. And I'm like, I need that energy in my life. I have like both the energy where it's like, wow, I hate myself. And then three seconds later, I'm like, I'm the fucking smartest person I've ever met. <laughs> like, it's a weird, like, dual thing going on. I'm like, 823, 824, okay? Yep. hmm Yep. Um, all right. My thoughts about Vizzini overthinking the poison reminds us. Reminds me of us trying to guess the poems in the Oh my god! Um, I have a note that says Oh god. It's later though. Wait, like I'm still of, I'm still on this note. Okay. It's kind of along the same We're lines, playing a game. Okay. Ready? Playing a game! I put poison in one of these. Which one? <gasps> I have the answer here. You have the answer? Yep. I wrote down which glass I put it in. Which glass I and I will say Oh god! I will say there is poison in at least one of these. I'm not going to like, I didn't put in any of them. There's poison. And here's the answer. Am I allowed to ask yes or no questions? Fazzini didn't. Ah! Okay. Well, knowing what I know of you, <laughs> what social, I know of me. So, seriously, you can social engineer it. I social engineered to decide what to do. I'm not smart enough for this. <laughs> um, okay. Well, you... What do you value? What do you value? <laughs> you tell me. You know me so well. Oh my god, I'm freaking out a little bit on the inside. Think of it. Think it out. Out with your thoughts. Think it through. Talk, <gasps> talk it through. Talking it through. Okay. Um. Well, you know that I love wine. Um. And generally, I will drink whatever is put in front of me. So maybe it should not take the glass in front of me. But. You also know that about me. And so you probably did not put it in front of me, so you probably put it in front of you. But. You're stalling. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, you, as a, as a criminology major, what would that imply about you? What would that imply about, like, would you know enough about the law to be able to get out of being convicted of murder and so you would put it away from you would put it in my cup so that I would drink it and be murdered and you'd be like I don't know what happened and then you'd be like fine you know but then maybe you know that I would think of that and so you put this it in your cup this is so much fun <laughs> was this what you were talking about when you said you had games yes oh my god do you have more games it's just this one okay I'm sorry. <laughs> I have like more fun questions okay um I also have some pretty fun questions excellent um, my God, what could that be? <laughs> Switches cups. <laughs> I didn't touch any of them. I could see it in the reflection. <laughs> 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 um, I'm going to guess 
that you put it in your own cup. Okay. Are you guessing? Or do you have a reason? Um, well, based off of what I just said, um, that you know I like wine and I generally wouldn't question what I was given, but you also know how to get away with murder, so you would put it in your own cup thinking that I would revert, I would freak myself out and take your cup instead, knowing that you'd still kill me. But again, not for the reasons you I know. I was going to say, not. I'm definitely not right. But that's where my brain went. No, because... Guys, I didn't die. Jackie died. <laughs> so if you guessed wrong and drank mine, you're dead and I win. If you guessed right and I drank mine, I'm dead and I still win. <laughs> Why would you still win? Because <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I win. That's not winning. Oh, my God. <laughs> Either way, I can't lose. I should have known that. I should have known that. Oh, man. That was a good game. That was... A, I enjoyed that. I'm impressed that you thought of that. Thank you. Um, I have a note on page 218, which is at the end of a chapter, I okay. believe. Okay. Um, it's the end of chapter five. So, where... That's my next note. So, I don't know what you got for... Um, My next note is... Also at the end of chapter five. Okay. Can I read mine? Yeah, go for it. It says, I love this little reveal at the end of the longest chapter ever. <laughs> all caps. <laughs> oh, was it in all caps? It was in all caps right there. <laughs> you see it? <laughs> it's um, true though. I Because I was like, I was reading and I was reading. I was like, oh, this is going so fast. These chapters aren't too long. I can finish them. Mm-hmm. And then I, I got to a point where I was like, kind of tired of reading and I have other things I need to do. How, long, how much longer do I have in this yeah, chapter? Yeah, and then you're like, oh my god. And I god. was so flipping and flipping. I was like, this is the longest chapter I've ever seen in my entire life. It's at least 70 pages. It's so just long. Just that chapter. It's so long. And you cut it up. so much out of it, though. I can't imagine what the actual... Well, the longest chapter is actually the preparations and he cut all of it. Yeah. There's like... It's like one page. Mm-hmm. Which is just wild. Mm-hmm. It was just... Um, and the little reveal I was talking about was... Um, the the fact that the count has six fingers. <gasps> yes, yeah. he's a six fingered man. He, I couldn't. He couldn't quite remember seeing that deformity. Before. See, I couldn't remember who it was, and the whole time I was singing it, I was the prince. Really? Yeah, I couldn't remember. What are you talking about? We just watched that movie. I slept. I fell asleep halfway through. I know you did. I know you did. But I was trying. You needed it. You needed it's all good. It. <laughs> so I didn't know, and I woke up. I saw them ending, riding from the horses. <laughs> I saw that part, and I saw the the, the machine. Gotcha. All right. My note at the end of that is Humberdink is clearly an ass, but he's not an idiot. He'd make a great officer, minus the hunting and brutality. So basically perfect for 2019 America. (laughs) (laughs) I have to save that for questions, Corner. Okay, great. I have questions for you regarding that, but um, we're going to save it for questions, Corner. Excellent. My next thoughts are chapter six, and I have quite a few of them. Um, I also have some thoughts from chapter six. I have one that says, Fezzik trying to find Inigo is the saddest thing I've ever read. Oh, I know. The baby. The I literally want to rip my heart out and just be like, honey, baby, darling, it's yeah. over here. Like, come here. It's fine. I'll take care of you. My child. My 700 Way say. Child. I'll rhyme with you. Way say. He's so cute in the rhyming. No. Oh, I just want to die. <laughs> I just want to I die. I just want to die. I I'd die for Fezzik. <laughs> die for Fezzik. Uh, he's so cute. I know. Everything. It took me a minute to get acclimated to the idea that, like, he's he's got these, like, like um, 
like dialogue lines and then immediately after there's a word that makes no sense in the context right. of the book but uh, it's because Fezzik is it's rhyming it's because he rhymes and there's just no you just, you just keep reading there's no explanation no it's so great I love it okay my thought is about Humperdinck um I have a thought about the old lady screaming I actually didn't write anything on that I just wrote that I like her insults I just <laughs> I didn't realize it was different from the movie Everyone knows the quote from the movie. Okay, well, I know the movie quote pretty verbatim because I scream it at you all, all the time. time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this is page 234. Um, so she screams. Okay, so she says, um, she threw love away to be the queen of grime, the queen of muck. Um, I'm old and life means nothing to me, so I'm the only person in all this crowd to dare to tell the truth. And truth says, bow to the queen of feculence if you want to, but not I. Cheer the queen of slime and orgier if you want to, but not I. Rave over the beauty of the queen of cesspools, but not I. Not I! She was advancing on Buttercup now. Cesspools! Orgier! Orgier! Feculence! Those were not in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was excellent. It wasn't the movie, but I like the movie quote better. I like I like the movie quotes a lot. That's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. I quote the like we said, I quote that of Jackie all the time. All the time. All the time. Hey, we have a meeting today. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> um, alright, my thought is um Humperdink. Um, when he finally reveals that he planned to kill Buttercup, and I just have like a couple fucking questions. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, he's going to kill her? Question mark. Is it just to get sympathy? Oh, I have no. Is it just to cross the human woman off from his hunting bucket list? Doesn't he need an heir? And what's his long-term plan? He wants to start a war. He doesn't care about an heir. He just wants to start a war. And what's his long-term plan after the war? Um. I have a note that says, um, the prince's duplicity revealed to the reader before the characters. Hell yeah. <laughs> Some dramatic irony. Hell yeah. Love me. Um, actually, before that, I have a note about the author and one of his asides. Okay. And it says, I can see why he and his wife divorced. <laughs> I don't really like the way he talks about her. He straight up admits, like, in the in the asides, like, oh, no, we don't love each other, and she's brilliant, and she's awesome, but also, like, my son's a fat lard. Like, what? Yeah, and his wife keeps, like, feeding him and feeding him. Yeah. 238. Okay. He says, I got a cold wife. She's brilliant. She's stimulating. She's terrific. There's no love. That's okay, too. Just so long as we don't keep expecting everything to somehow even out for us before we die. That's so sad. I know. And that's why, like, he and his wife do end up divorcing. Yeah. Like, she doesn't come to the, the premiere of the movie. Um, she picked that day to leave him, basically. Yeah. Um, that was in mind, too. Yeah. And so, like, like, dude, I mean, I get it. Like, I know why she did that. Because the way you, the way he wrote about her in this book is not very We don't nice. know what she did. Did, no, though. I know, but like it's indicative of what their relationship. Oh was yeah, like, like you couldn't have an actual know? conversation. Right, right. So it was like, I don't know. I just, just big sigh, big, big oof, big oof. Um, I have a note about the torture. Yeah, I'm there too. Um, it's so much more interesting than it is in the movie. 
Yes. Like, the well, torture they, is so much more varied. They also go into more detail as to why the torture exists. Yes. Um, and so I, I have a question. Yeah. Do you think they changed the form of torture to only show the machine so that the movie was more kid-friendly? Kid-friendly? No. But watchable and adaptable to the screen? Yes. You don't think they could have stuck his hand in hot wax? It might have been a time thing. Like, maybe that was a deleted scene. Maybe. I don't know. Because of all the things, that the machine and his reaction has got to be the worst. So if it's kid-friendly, why show the worst? I mean, they torture him in other ways that are not... I feel would be more visibly upsetting than the machine was. Well, he also talks about how he never really feels the pain because his mind leaves his body. Right. Right. So, so I wonder if that could have... Because maybe either A, they couldn't, like, show that on the screen. You know what I mean? The torture? The torture, but him not feeling the torture, but him oh. having to act out that he's being tortured by not actually really being tortured. Like, that's difficult. That's fair. That's a large feat for an actor. That's fair. And when did the movie come out? Like, 80s, I think. If not, late 70s. Solomon is guessing 87. Um... He's right. Oh, oh fuck! Damn it! <laughs> 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 Fucking fifth. Oh, God. I hate it. Get out. God. Not really. All right. It's fine. Um, you live here. Um, yeah, I have What the Fuck is the Machine. Okay. Um, okay, you know the Count's book entitled The, um, the Definitive Work on Pain? Yeah. I kind of want to read it. I was going to say, I feel like it would actually be a very interesting psychological... Like the, psycho- like the, psycholog- like the like, psychology of pain. Right. Which, those books do exist, and I would like to read them. But I want to read it specifically. Right. Well, because it's... I mean, it's interesting to consider, but, um, I mean, there are rules about what you can and can't do when it comes to experimenting on humans right. now. That did Which exist. is lame. No, I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh my god! I'm um, <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's just—it's just a very interesting little facet of research. Mm-hmm. Tiny little mm-hmm. speck of questions. <laughs> so I'm now in chapter eight, eight? Six? six. Oh, no, Jesus. not eight. Seven. No. Seven. Yeah, I'm now in chapter seven. Oh, I must have accidentally not split mine up. So I have. Um. Oh, this is on the same page as the um, most people live and die without being as sucky as we are quote. Okay. Um, where basically um, Inigo, uh, Inigo whoop, says, uh, I will let you walk down not behind me and not in front of me, but mm-hmm. right next to me on the same step, stride for stride. And you put an arm around my shoulder because that will probably make you feel better. And I, so as not to make you feel foolish, will put an arm around your shoulder and thus safe, protected together we will descend. Will you draw your sword with your free hand? I already have. Will you make a fist with yours? It's clenched. I have a note that says, can we take a photo like this in our next photo shoot, please? Done. Done. <laughs> done. Absolutely. It's done. We need a sword. I'm obviously the giant. <laughs> we can borrow Solomon's sword. So I need a sword. <laughs> um, because I'll if do we like were, the Arthur clenched fist. If, if we were anyone in this book, we wouldn't be a Nico and Fezzik. <laughs> Wait, what? dynamic is the closest to our dynamic because I, I ran into that issue too because like i don't think either of us would be the, the the dumb one but like 
what I'm saying? It's the it's the Because actually, you would probably be way better with a sword than I would. But also, but, like, I don't know. I just feel like they're 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 like that leads know. into a question that I have for you later. Okay. <laughs> um, my next thing is like okay. Maybe I'm, like, mean and dumb, but, like, Buttercup's dumb for thinking that Humperdinck would actually send his ships off to go get Wesley. Buttercup is dumb overall. And, like, girl. (laughs) (laughs) What? Buttercup is dumb overall. Um, and I also have, like, a question about Miracle Max. Mm. Lying to Mm. his wife. He's trying... Lying to his wife? Yeah, about how much money Fezzik had. Oh. Like, if he's, like... twenty. Yeah, they had 65, and they said he had 20. But it's like he's coming up with every single excuse not to do it. And I think it's because he's afraid because he's been out of practice for three years. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to, like, disgrace himself. 20. I didn't re- – I mean, I remembered him saying he only had 20. But I thought he was making a note that these people were stupid, and they said they had 65, but they really only had 20. Oh, no, I don't think so. I because have read that wrong. Because then when he, uh, Wesley goes, true love. And he says, and he's, give me the 65. No, that he doesn't think he says true love. He twists it to say to... To blow. Which means bl- he translated that to bluff. And he's like, that's not a good enough reason. Like, he's finding every excuse to right. not work. Well, and that's exactly what he does in the movies, too. I don't remember. I think I was asleep during that part. Um. Okay, so fun fact. Miracle Max's scene is my favorite scene in the entire movie. Because? Um, because, and I've already told Jackie this, but I'm going to say it again for the sake of the podcast and our five listeners. Um. <laughs> um so... My family, my dad is was a pilot. Um, oh, yeah. He's retired now. And um, when he would leave to go fly, um, it was it kind of became a family ritual after we saw this movie that um, we would all go out and watch him leave out of the driveway. He'd drive out of the driveway and wave at us. And, and we would yell at his car and we'd say, um, bye have fun storming the castle. And he'd yell back, you think it'll work? And we'd say, it'd take a miracle. And then we'd both say, goodbye. And that was like our way of saying goodbye. It was like this little family ritual that we had. And it comes from Miracle Max and the Princess Bride. And it's like, I don't know, it's just like a special moment for my family. So he's like one of my favorite favorite characters and one of my favorite scenes because I just think they're so funny. Um, Miracle Max and his wife. I'm throwing up. <laughs> um, and so I, I, I wrote... I think I liked Miracle Max better in the movies, which makes me kind of sad because he's my favorite character. Mm. And then two pages later, I wrote, I take it back. Valerie is just as magnificent in right? the books. <laughs> I love her. She's great yeah. when he's like, and it kind of explains why he calls her a witch. Um, because like, they don't explain that in the movie, but like, I guess apparently miracle men are supposed to have witches. And so yeah. he pretended that Valerie was a witch for his whole life so that they could live together. And that's so cute. But he's, she's his wife and like... <laughs> I she was a why. potion later, ladler, and um, yeah. Um, I'm the mayor. Also, do, 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 do. I'm, I'm his wife. wife. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Just imagine <laughs> whose wonderful <laughs> wife. Do, do, do. That's a good oh turn. my god. Um, also, Morgan's turn named them after his parents. <gasps> I know. I'm dead. I'm so I dead. I can't. What the? Hello. Yes. Hello? It's so cute. And it, like, humanizes him a bit. It really does. Because he wrote this, what, 700-page book about... Um, fake places? Satirizing the, the culture of fake places. That's great. 
What in the world? I don't. So many layers. Where is Morgan Stern actually from? Should we have looked that up? Well, I don't do research. Oh my god, I know you don't. <laughs> I wrote a whole ass. Never mind. That's in the next episode. <laughs> I'm gonna look up where Morgan Stern is from. Do 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 do. Solomon, you want to venture a guess? Where is Morgan Stern from? In America. Or in the world. In the world. Ah uh, damn. Italy. What's his first name? S. Morgan Stern is not a real person! I feel what like, is happening? I feel like I have to reread the book. Why is this? Because he talks about it throughout the whole book. And the entire book. I have to reread this whole book now. That's what I'm saying. Because his commentary is, Morgan Stern's in this, and then he did this, and then he did this. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, that's <laughs> What is happening? Do we even continue with the episode? <laughs> Whatever, I have questions. I have a lot of questions now. I have more questions than I used to have. I'm so stressed. I can't believe we're so stupid. We're so stupid. This, literally, if you, you could have gone to the Wikipedia page of the book. Neither of you did that. First paragraph. The Princess Bride is a 1973 fantasy romance novel by American writer William Goldman. The book combines elements of comedy, adventure, fantasy, romantic love, romance, and fairy tale. It is presented as an abridgment, or the good parts version, of a longer work by S. Morgenstern, and Goldman's commentary aids, uh, no, asides, are constant throughout. It was blah, blah, blah. I just wanted to read the book. I didn't want to do any research. <laughs> there is and no he wrote the screenplay for the movie <clears throat> too, by the way. We know that. Okay. Fuck off. Hey, at this point, I, Fuck off! I can't assume get anything. The, get out. I can't get assume out. anything. You've already been a surprise guest on this podcast. You do not get to be a surprise guest a second time. Get out. Are you going to tell me to go to my room? <laughs> yes, I am. Go to your room. Chapter one, The Bride. Oh my god. <laughs> we can move on to questions. I have questions. No way! Oh, what? <laughs> I'm really Oh, happy. do you have more? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's go. Um, I am annoyed at how realistic... Wait, okay, so whose parents is, are I don't. they named after? I'm pissed. <laughs> that was all fake. Maybe it was William Goldman's parents. Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> 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 grandfather memory? There's, his grandfather. Did he even have pneumonia? Oh my! I'm mad. I'm I'm physically angry about this. My blood is pneumonia? racing through my veins. Ah! Did he even have pneumonia? I'm so mad. He probably didn't even have a grandfather. <laughs> what a liar! Fucking <laughs> bitch. Um. I okay. I, I do have a note that says I'm super happy that the Archdean's voice is canon. That he says, um, like Malwitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, ho- I was hoping that that would have came from the book. I'm very glad that that came from the book. Malwitch is what brings us together, together today. Um, so, so much of the um, the wedding scene, so much of the wedding scene is verbatim, and I really loved oh, that. Yeah. Um, also, so much of Inigo and the Count's scene is verbatim. And... Um, so, yeah, with the scars and everything. I was, I was a little mad that Inigo did not um, cut the Count's heart out in the movie. I really liked that. I wasn't because expecting it. Because it's so it. poetic. Yeah. And, like, I'm kind of mad you that cut it my, Yeah, you, you, like, you 
cut my heart out when I was 10 by killing my father. I'm going to literally cut your heart out. I know, but like, I mean, they still did something pretty poetic in the movie, how like he, and most of it, up until that last, like, killing move, um, the movie and the book are exactly the same, except like when, when Inigo kills the Count in the movie, he stabs him in the stomach, like the Count stabbed him with the knife. Um, yeah, it's all the same places. Right, it's all yeah. the same places. But in the book, he's he like wounds him in all the same places and then cuts his heart out instead of stabbing him in the stomach. The heart is like, better. The heart is better. I'm kind of mad they didn't do that in the book. I wonder what he did with the heart. Yeah. So, um, I have a note that says, I don't like this notion of Buttercup being Wesley's property. That tweet didn't age yeah. well. Yeah. No, that <laughs> tweet didn't age well. Yeah. He literally was like, I think he says those words verbatim. Like, you're my property and I will. I wrote it down. Um, it's I have the page, you have number, the page number in my book at least. Um, you will do as I say or some shit like that. Uh, oh, to be fair, she's a little dumb. He, she's a little dumb, but he says, um, "Woman, you are the property of the Dread Pirate Roberts, yeah. and you do what you're told." Yeah, it was a no Excuse for me. me. It was a hard no. Wesley, I was rooting for you, honey. I am no longer rooting for you. I mean, to be fair, she said she loved him, and then he, like, walked away for four straight days and said nothing. Yeah, but also, she said she loved him, and then he died. And he was <laughs> her for, like, trying to move on with her life. Well, he wasn't pissed. He was mad at her. Listen, bitch, you don't dead. think he was mad at her when no. he, they were on top of the mountain? I think he just assumed and was like, you must have moved on. But, like, not like, I'm mad at you because you moved on. I think he just, like, assumed and was, like, trying to figure it out. I thought he was mad. Oh, he might have been. Maybe I, I don't know anything anymore. Morganstern's not even real. <laughs> My whole life is a lie. My, <laughs> whatever. Um, okay, the last thing I wrote was at the very end when they're, like, wrapping everything up. I said, it's also perfect. I could cry. Genuinely. <laughs> I That's literally my last note. I I liked the ending a lot. It was different than the... and It was different than the It was a little movie. different than the movie. it was like a little bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah. And that leads me into... One questions. of the questions? Yes. Yeah. Well, how do you think it ends? Yeah, exactly. The ending. Do we think the ship was there? How would you end the story? And how do we feel about the differences between the book and the movie? Great. So those are my ending questions, but I have a couple other questions. Too. I have... Have our pen. Yeah. I have, I guess, just the one ending question and then other small little ones. Okay. All right. So, uh, so okay. I think it ends like this. I think that everyone gets away except Buttercup. And I think Buttercup is recaptured. And I think that from now until eternity... Buttercup and Wesley just do this. I'm captured, I save you. I'm captured, I save you. Just until the end of time. Hmm. I think it I think it solidifies their you love and dedication to each other, right? Like, I love you so much, I'm gonna save you, and I know my Wesley will come for me. That's like when they're the happiest. Yeah. And I think it's just like a cat and mouse for the rest of their life. I could see that, but you don't think Humperdinck would have killed Buttercup if he caught her? I think Humperdinck would have made plans and just never would have because he's dumb. Um that kind of leads me into a question. Do you think Humperdinck's a psychopath? Um, Because he spends all this like time clinically? killing animals. And then he's like, oh, I have to act like I'm hopelessly in love with this woman so that the people think that I'm really in love with her and they've seen a change in their king. And then when she dies, it'll be the perfect excuse to start this um, 
this war, you know, he spends all this time pretending that he is in love with her and has to dote on her and all this stuff. Um, He's also narcissistic. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that one's obvious to me, but, like, I don't know enough about the psychopathic tendencies or staples um, to diagnose him, you know. Oh, and I can. <laughs> oh, he has a degree in psychology slash criminology. Which one is it? Psychology? Criminology. Criminology. But we did do a psychopathy course. Right. Um, he's definitely high up on the PCLR. Uh, but for us dummies, what is PCLR? It's the the scale of psychopathy. So like, it's like thirty check marks, and if you get like, I don't remember what the actual number is. It's like if you get like fifteen out of thirty, you're a clinical psychopath, and everyone mm-hmm. has at least three or four. Gotcha. Okay. Um. I think he scores high, but I don't think that he's a psychopath. I think Why that, not? I think that the Count is more likely to be a psychopath. Can they not both be psychopaths? They could. But I don't think... The only thing that Humperdinck has joy from is hunting. But it's not... Like, hunting doesn't make Are you, you sure? a psychopath. Well, because he got joy out of killing things. And he got joy out of the idea of killing his first woman. Yeah, but that falls into the hunting. You whereas, think so? yeah, whereas the count was like, it's the pain, and that's the difference. Hmm. Like, I think the pain is more, to use the clinical term, crazy than <laughs> than, than, than than death. Interesting. They're probably maybe they both are, but I think the count is more likely to be. That's so interesting. He's, he's scarier to me than the prince. The count is scarier to me than the prince because he's more calculating, but also the prince. I don't think feels any emotional pull to anything. Except killing. <laughs> yeah. Which he likes, but it's just like a hobby. Right, but he has he has escalated from killing small animals to killing rhinos to killing people. <laughs> then what's you know? after that? The gods. I don't know. Killing himself? <laughs> Zeus! He's coming for you! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I would have to go back and do a full character development. Because I wasn't, like, reading with that in mind. No, I get that. But he definitely has a lot of... He checks off a lot of the traits. I get that. Okay. What other questions do you have? Um, my... One of, one of my questions is... Oh, you're going to hear all of that. Um, um, one of my questions... Okay. In chapter three, it's... This is talking about um, Florin and Gilder. Again, in the same uh, scene as the bald princess. It says the two countries had stayed alive over the centuries by warring on each other. There had been the Olive War, the tuna fish discrepancy, and the Roman Rift, and the Discord of the Emeralds. I want you to tell me what you think the tuna fish discrepancy is. The tuna fish discrepancy. I think, um, and this is just me off the top of my head, yeah. the first thing that came to mind, um, I think that they were each fishing in either Florin Channel or whatever they call it in Gilder. Um, and... Gilder was catching more tuna than Florin was. Mm. And so Florin was like, Gilder's stealing all the tuna! And then Gilder was like, no, we're not. We're just better fishermen than you are. And then Florin was like, no, you're stealing all the tuna! Why do they sound like that? <laughs> it's comforting. I don't know. <laughs> and so they, they had this big like Cold War type thing where they were like, we're going to go to war unless you give us the tuna. And then Gilder was like, okay, here's some tuna. Just a little <laughs> bit of tuna. And then they, like, settled. Settled. Mm-hmm. Discrepancy is more like of a settle instead of a war. Yeah. I like it. 
Yeah. I'm satisfied with your answer. <laughs> I want to know what you think the emerald thing was. The emerald thing? Which one was that? Um, the Discord of the Emeralds? Yep. All right, you could go real literal here, and maybe their princess was wearing a necklace, like an emerald necklace, and it was lost. Like, she princess lost it. Noreen. Boom, the bald bitch. The bald bitch! <laughs> she lost the emeralds, and so then Florin was like, it was stolen! Or Gilder was like, it was stolen! And Florin was like, I don't think I'd steal it! But they did, but they didn't. It was switched. It was a double. There's a fake. Something like that. Okay. I love it. Well done. Thank you. Um, why do you think they changed from sharks to eels in the movie? <gasps> yes! Oh, Um... I honestly think it's just easier to film. Really? Yeah. Than sharks? Yeah. Because hmm. eels, you just need like a long tube that wiggles. A shark is like a specific shape. And to be fair, in the books, later on, they do mention eels. So they probably just picked the easier to film. Also, maybe sharks have just been overdone at that point in movies. I wonder if William Goldman has a thing about um, um, sharks, where he's like, I don't want to contribute to the shark's... Because, like, you know what I'm saying? There's, like, a misperception about sharks killing people. Yeah, and it's untrue. Yeah. They're usually harmless. Usually. Well, and I also, I think that maybe people know more about sharks and not about eels. So, like, oh, the shark would definitely attack her. But, like, you don't fucking know about eels. You don't know about shrieking eels. Go ahead, eel experts. (laughs) Shrieking eels, which are not a real thing. No, they're huge in the movie. Neither. Just, like, S. Morgan Stern. It's fucking... (laughs) Oh my god, I'm so mad. Um, I had an actual question like that I'm confused about. Okay. Why would the people not... Why do we not want to know that Montego makes swords? Is it because he Montoya? was poor? No, Montego, the father. Montoya. Domingo Montoya. Montego Montoya. Domingo. His name is Domingo. Are oh my sure? god, yeah! Why would I type Montego? I don't know. Oh, I feel dumb. Are you sure? Because I've, I've written it like five times. I hate you. Was I listening to that? Montego, Are you sure? I would like bet. Off the Florida Keys. Can you look it up in your books? Yes. Where would it be? I wrote it down four times. Montego Montoya? Yes! Oh my god, hang on. Okay, so he, there's one point where he's killing the Count, um, and he says, oh, so much of this is verbatim, that's gotta be the same page. So, 349. Um, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya, blah blah blah. Offer me anything I ask for. Yes, yes, say it. I want Domingo Montoya, you son of a bitch. The six-fingered sword flashed again. Why did I write Montego? I don't know. Oh, shit. Okay. Morgan Stern. Oh, God. Why do they not want to know that he makes swords? Why does who not want to know that he makes swords? Well, it was like a whole big secret that was like, Montego makes the swords, but it was like, oh my God, I did it again. <laughs> Domingo makes swords, but like nobody was going to tell. Is it because it's poor and it was like a, oh, this poor man makes amazing swords? I... I don't think it was they didn't want to know. I think it was he didn't want anybody to know because he was really happy with his life. And he didn't have any expectations upon him and he had no stress except for, like, feeding his son. And he got the support he needed from the few sales he made through What's-His-Face. Um, Yeste? Is that Yesen? Yes. No. Yesel. I wrote it down. Yellen. Yes, no, it's yes, not yelling. Yes, 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 yes
Lives in Madrid, up. comma, makes good swords. Makes good swords. Um, Yellen was the guard. <laughs> yeah. And every time I read any sentence with his name in it, I was like, I read it like he was yelling. Yellen? It was like, Yellen said, and I'm like, oh God, no, he wasn't yelling. It's okay. <laughs> I, uh, chief of enforcement. So chief of police, so you can... Oh, you mean this key. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I do not have key. Oh, oh. oh. Um, yeah, so I don't think it was... I don't think it was that other people didn't want to know or that, like, Yesta didn't want people to know that he wasn't making the swords. I think it was a Domingo like liked a his life, yeah. and he didn't want the spotlight. He just wanted to make cool swords. I feel that. You know? I also just want to make cool swords. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that makes sense. Thank you. Oh, man. You have more questions? No, that's it. Okay, I have one more question. Oh, two more. No, one more. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. All right. You you ask away. Okay. Um, We've already had a wild twist here, so we're good. I'm deceased. All right, I, it's like question like part one, part two. Okay. Out of the three, swordsmanship, strength, logic, which would you choose logic obviously but which one do you think you are most like logic (laughs) interesting okay well i'm not athletic i'm not a very physical person i am small there's no way i could physically overcome anybody to be honest like a little feisty fighter i mean i would want to fight people but i would lose every time you know what i'm saying chris is now taking bets (laughs) you'd like to fight her i had a conversation with alexis the other day and alexis said something like um because she's applying to be a teacher and and she said you know i haven't really told a lot of people because i i know teachers get bad reps and i said who gives teachers bad reps i'm gonna fight them and she goes always wanting to fight people <laughs> yeah it's like the it's best like, way to end like, arguments yeah i'm gonna fight people like like adam and i were playing a dominoes game with his parents the other day and i was beating him and he didn't like it and so he he was like oh my god like you're meh. and i was like fight me and he goes i will push you in the pool i said i will drag you in and his mom had to separate us so <laughs> you're seven years old you and your boyfriend are seven years old it's fine um <laughs> So, so much to unpack there. But, but, I mean, that just just to demonstrate that I would fight for my honor. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad I asked this question. <laughs> I mean, so I don't think I don't think I would actually win anything with strength. I don't think that's my number one out of those three. And then swordsmanship. Bitch, you think I can hold a sword? I can barely play video games. My hand-eye coordination is terrible. What do you? talking about so no I don't don't think swordsmanship would be my favorite one but I did figure out where the poison was so you did that's true logic by the faulty logic so I would really be (laughs) this doesn't mind that you won doesn't matter the most famous is never get involved in a land war in Asia but only slightly less well known is never go up against a Sicilian when When death is is on the line Sicilian, aren't you? Nope. I am. My family's from Naples, Italy. <laughs> but Italy is close. Close. Sicily is part of Italy. But fun fact: Did you know that people in Sicily can't understand people from Northern Italy because they speak such different dialects of Italian that they can't understand each other? I figured. Yeah. There's a bunch of different dialects of Italian. I have another question. I just realized. Mm-hmm. I had it under quotes, but I put a big Q next to it. Okay. 
chapter five. This is Buttercup and Wesley. Oh. Wesley's Question. real quick. Do you yeah. say Wesley or Wesley? I know there's a T in it, but fuck that man. It's, <laughs> it's Wesley. Okay. Okay. Um, Wesley says, I would rather live than die, I admit. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> it doesn't, that's not, um, that's not the important part. Says that. So she says, I can live without love. Yes. Can you? No. Why? <sighs> okay. This is a hard question because, yes, physically I could be alive and breathing and eat. Yes. Without love. Is that really living? Exactly. That's... I don't think life is really worth living without love. And I think that that stems from not just, like, a sense of, like, familial love, but also a sense of, I was like... Say, this is, like, romantic love, though. Could you live without romantic love? I think I would shrivel up and die. Oh, my God! <laughs> I really do! I really do. As long as you know yourself. I do. I, you know, um, my friends from high school, who are really, like, my lifelong friends because I went to private school, so they're really, like, my friends from since I was four, um... They would call me a serial monogamist. <laughs> that seems right. Yeah. So, but I mean, just because I dated a lot of people and I dated them in very quick succession. Um, and it wasn't until I took some time to like consider what I really wanted as an individual that I was ready for a real intimate relationship. Um, but because I dated so many people in such a quick succession, that's where the serial monogamous joke came in. Um, and I really think that that's where I find value in my life, you know, is having a partner and having somebody to live and learn with. Because if you do it alone, it's just, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't mean to get so personal. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we really went there. We really went there. <laughs> You are all set up, my friend. Oh, man. Wait. That's all the questions I have. No, you better answer that, too. I surely don't. Yes, you do. I'm asking you right now. Can you live without love? Um, Not like family. Like, without family and friends. Romantic love. Boo. Props. You, you straight up made that distinction for me. <laughs> you cannot boo me and ask me questions that you are boo! not. Boo! Boo! <laughs> um. She was popping and locking in the clubs. Not your aunt. You. Um, probably not, to be honest. I would try my damnest. I don't think it would last. Like, I'd be really super stubborn about You'd it. You'd be like, I'm fine. I'm Everything's fine. fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, I'd be annoying and, and I wouldn't be able be to do it. for a very long time. Oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> God damn it. Screw feelings. Damn it. I hate emotion. Bottle them up. Uh, don't do that. That's not healthy. You know I don't. I know. I mean, you do for a certain extended amount of time, and then you're like, vomits, feelings everywhere. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll figure this let's, out. Let's enumerate these it's, things. It's okay. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go sentence by sentence. <laughs> Number one. You guys, the first time Jackie came to me with an emotional issue, she cried in my office for 45 minutes, and I didn't know what to do because she's not a hugger, and I just wanted to hug her the whole time, and she was, this was months and months and months ago, this is like, I barely knew Jackie at this point, she sat in my office for 
45 minutes at the end of the day on like on Friday it was just like straight up like deadpan just I remember tears. what that was about just too. tears just tears and I was like I just want to hug you but you're not a hugger no. and I don't know what to do here what a wild day Ooh. god that feels so long ago I know. so many things have happened between now and then <laughs> no. then and now that I'm so drunk <laughs> <laughs> then and now. Oh my god. Oh, good times. Woo! Twas but a little baby Jackie. I keep moving your chair back a little bit at a time. I mean, your couch. This is a couch. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Quite um, alright. So, overall, that's. <laughs> Kidnappers, usually Fezzik. The what? Kidnappers. Kidnappers. I heard the three kidnappers. <laughs> I was like, what's a kidnapper? Yeah. Um, oh man. But yeah, if you like the movie, highly suggest the book. It just gives you more background information. It's yeah, it's very very similar. So question. Yeah. Why is it taking him so goddamn long to write Buttercup's baby? If I don't it's know. not abridged. Maybe he's trying to. Pretend- Maybe they're trying to pretend that he is. I'm upset. It's fine. I'm upset. I liked the book. I liked the book. This a was lot. also. I didn't have a lot of like intellectual thoughts because it was more like a fun book, like yeah. very not much below the surface. Yeah, like *Handmaid's Tale* really made me question like everything about everything. <laughs> everything always. And um, like society and that kind of thing. And then like um. Wonder Woman was nonfiction, so obviously it was like, wow, there was there's a lot. a lot to digest yeah. here. And this was a nice break from that because I just read the book. I read this book in a week. Yeah. And I, I in think like I had three the, sit downs. The, like, the most fun with the questions because yes. none of it was real. No. What? Not even the author. <laughs> <laughs> so you could just come up with whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> that's what we're doing now. <laughs> so is everything with his editor fake too? I guess. No, the editor was... I don't know. Remember, they fought. I know. Remember? remember do you remember? Do you remember? The 25th night of September. That's not where I was getting, but that works. They're going to hear all of that. The flipping of the page. Goldman's three-page version. The reunion scene at the bottom. Remember, he was like, we're not going to talk about it because some everyone deserves some privacy. And he's like, but if you want the third page of the reunion scene, mail this, mail a letter to this address. Was that fake? Well, and then he was like, you can go, oh, do you not have that aside in your book? What chapter is that in? Um, chapter five. Each of God's beings, from the lowliest on up, is entitled to at least a few moments of genuine privacy. 
Um, Which is why he doesn't talk about what happens down at the bottom when they're first reunited after they realize it's each other and that they're in love. Right. Which is annoying. I want to know what they say. It's probably adorable. Um, okay, hang on. Give me, like, two seconds. What chapter did you say that was? Five. Are you sure it's not in six? Sure. I'm definitely not sure. But it's it's after, it's after, like... Oh, I found, it. I, found it. I found it! 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 I have I have an asterisk in my book. Do you not have that? What? I've been writing since Eisenhower's been president, and I think this is my first asterisk. I feel giddy. The purpose of this is to announce that time has marched on. If you don't want to wait to read the reunion scene, you no longer have to. Just go to the internet and log on to www.princessbridebook.com. I don't fucking have that. <laughs> because I sent a letter to this goddamn address. You did not! Did it, you actually send them a it letter? It doesn't exist. You sent them a letter? I wrote a letter and I like I did the address and I was like, wait a minute. And then I went online and it's like not real. So then I didn't like, but like I was fucking ready to send a goddamn letter. You just have to go online to princessbridebook.com and you'll see it right on your very own computer screen. This did not tell me that. That's twice now we've thrown this goddamn book. William Goldman, I have a bone to pick with you. I have a quick question. Did he even ever have a wife? <laughs> Did he even have goddamn pneumonia? Is William Goldman his real name? <laughs> Did you even have pneumonia? <laughs> Do you have a grandfather? Are you an alien? God. Oh, I have so many questions. I mean, I guess we should just talk about how we, how we like the wine. I can't even fucking... Let me tell you how fucking complex it is. Is the wine real? Is there alcohol in this? <laughs> I'm questioning everything in my is life. Is the wine real? Oh my god. Oh god. Is the wine real? The wine is very much real. Um, <laughs> yeah. We did not need to buy two bottles of this. We're not even halfway done with the first I time. know! <laughs> <laughs> um... So we're drinking port because it's a dessert wine, and um, this is if I can uh, read you the uh, you it. know the tannins and tomes thing from that website. This multi-varietal right blend is crafted to ensure. Qual- I already read that. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. I'm okay. pull up our website and we can read. We also chose it because the bottle looks like something that they would have drank in the movie. Yes. That's half. I'm sad we didn't have goblets to drink out of. Publix did not have any today. We did look. Damn it, Publix. Okay. Dessert wines are for historical fiction. Wow. We even thought it was real. We assigned it a a historical fiction wine. I'm so upset. I mean, it still kind of fits because the description is the kind with lots of twists and turns, dark secrets and hidden passageways and long forgotten castles, missing jewelry, spurned lovers, all of the tea. That's exactly what this was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The only other thing it might have been is like a fantasy thing, which would be a fruity red. We've done so many. But like, it's also a little bit fruity. Like, I, I feel like... Is this mine? No, bitch. Are you yes, sure? Yes, it is. That is yours. <laughs> she said, no, bitch. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, that's yours. Um, it's really good. It's really good. It's like... It's really good. Well, okay, the thing is, I don't normally like port. And we went in to this place by my apartment called Redneck Wine Company. Yeah, yeah. And... We were like, they 
have lots of selections. So we were like, hey, where are your dessert lines at? Lines? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> where are your dessert lines at? And so they showed us the dessert section. And then we found the ports and we were like, oh, this will work. And um, we were like, this bottle, because it looks like something from the movies. And then we were like, hell yeah. We got two bottles and we didn't need to. We did not. We usually get two bottles because it usually, it usually takes two bottles. We usually go bottles. through two bottles while we're recording, but not today. And this is 18% and also we had a bottle before this bottle. And that bottle was 17%. So. Woo! So. <laughs> oh! Um, but it's really good. It smells. I can't smell A little anything. bit, little bit woodsy. That's an oaky afterbirth. Afterbirth? <laughs> From the office. Oh my god. Oh Office fans, anyone? No? Okay. <laughs> well, I would say, I actually was going to say oak. Were you? <laughs> but, like, also, like, a little bit of, like, a burned, like, taste. It reminds me of the apothic um, inferno that we had with the burn at the end. I wonder if that's just from the high alcohol content, because that was 15.7 or something like that. Any wine experts out there? <laughs> it's supposed to be me, but it's not me today. <laughs> you went, that's right. Woo! Um, what would you say the color is very similar to that of the other one we had? Maybe a little bit more ruby instead of amber? Yeah, it's definitely, it's a little bit dark. Okay, it's a little bit light as far as port wines go, but it's a little bit dark as far as, like, dessert wines that I am familiar with go. So, like, it's, I would say it's probably somewhere between, like, a Vinsanto and, like, any other port. <laughs> I believe you. Santo's not a port, though, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? It is yummy and raisiny and almondy and... Almonds, yeah! yeah. Almond is the... Like candied almonds? Yeah! Like amaretto. But it's not sweet, it's though, It's a little bit either. like amaretto, but it's not too sweet. It's not yeah. too sweet. But you do, you can't chug this, either. Okay, so next week is a mini-sode, mini-sode 14. We'll see. I'm down by one, so tune in. Because <laughs> he's stuck on the floor. I'll, I'll close this out. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, read those vines at blog, Patreon. Not LinkedIn. Not LinkedIn. Um. Goodbye. Hello, my name is Goodbye. What? <laughs> and uh, I guess that's it. So we'll see you next week. Yeet. Is he not a real person? Is there not an actual <laughs> book? There's <laughs> no explanation! I quit! How did we not know this? Wait, really? You've been lying to me this whole time? I thought it was real! <laughs> no, he fucking wrote it! The oh whole, there is God. no unabridged history. I've been telling so many people about really? this book. But it says him on the cover! It says William Goldman on the cover. It says William Goldman, the abridged version of S. Morgenstern. Yeah, but the abridged version... But S. Morgenstern is not a real person! The abridged version is a joke. I didn't know that. Oh my god! Jeffy, we just recorded 50 minutes of a podcast! I don't want to stop recording. We have to. I know, but I've had such a good time. (laughs) Please!